Hello, this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and you're listening to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. Each week, we bring you an inspiring, leading woman. These amazing women are role models for living your life purposes, are role models for creating positive relationships, building successful careers, helping you discover your own leadership talents, and follow your passion and your purpose. You know, helping share these stories of these women has been my greatest joy. I've been doing these conversations with these amazing leading women for almost 10 years. I chose 19 of the best excerpts from these conversations to co-author my book, Leading Women, 20 Influential Women Share Their Secrets to Leadership, Business, and Life. It's available at Bars and Noble, Amazon, and or the business section of your area bookstores. Now, if you haven't bought your copy yet, or if you know a woman who wants to pursue her purpose and her passion and her dreams, this book is for both of you. This week, I'm pleased and very honored to introduce you to Halise Sparky Bridges. Now, I met Sparky recently and cannot describe how inspiring and uplifting she is. Sparky fits her perfectly. That is really, truly her name. She is a testament of what one woman can do to change the world. She's an author, speaker, trainer, and master mentor to leaders of leaders. And her biggest accomplishment is the creator of Blue Ribbons Worldwide, which unites humanity through power of love. And she's reached over 40 million today on her mission to end violence, teen suicide, and heal the world through love. Now, I know I've talked to her before, and she says a billion is her goal. And you know what? I have no doubt Sparky is going to do this. Now, Sparky herself has been honored by to be the keynote speaker at the Environmental Earth Summit in Rio de Janeiro following the Dalai Lama and Vice President Al Gore. She is contributing author to Mentor Digest along with Eckhart Tolle, Wayne Dwyer, and Jack Canfield, the winner of the TKF. Gandhi Nonviolence Award, and the author of Who I Am Makes a Difference, The Power of Acknowledgement. So, Sparky, there's no doubt in my mind, I'm so pleased to have you to conversations with smart, amazing women, and I can't wait for all of you to get to know Sparky, because she is a spark, and she'll light you up. Okay, thanks for being with me, Sparky. Well, hello, Sparky. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have some fun on this call. Oh, I know we are. Your name, Halise Bridges, does not fit who you are. Sparky, Mm -hmm. you are a Sparky. You're just a a firecracker. You are a spark plug. I just, you know, the time we spent together and the time talking has just been absolutely fun. You've got such great, great energy. And this book, Who I Am, makes makes a difference. The Power of Acknowledgement Stories that Inspire Dignity and Respect Among All People is a wonderful book, but what's more important is how did you all, how did this all get started? And I want to talk about your personal story because, you know, oftentimes we see people that are extremely successful and they're doing great things and somehow we think it's been so easy for them, which is absolutely ridiculous because we've all had our ups Mm -hmm. and downs and our peaks and valleys and 
So what about you? How did you get to be the Sparky today? But how'd you, what, what were the things you had to go through to become the Sparky that I'm speaking to today? I really respect what you're saying because, um, let's see, I'm 75 years young now, and so I was 37, and uh, my husband and I were millionaires. We had a home on the ocean. We had all the fancy cars in the driveway, raising two beautiful sons and that were surfing every day. Um, the the thing that happened was that my my husband was a brilliant entrepreneur, but a very controlling and intimidating and verbally abusive man in the house. He yeah. was revered in the community, but yeah. but you know I was uh, you know listen I'm a spark I'm outrageous I'm I was good and great in business but and, and I come home and and being damaged that way over the years where somebody's chipping away at your when we did in those days we didn't even talk of steam um there was a moment in 1979 when i just decided i'm just going to take my life i just i want out of here yeah and and for anybody that ever felt like that it it, it, you know you you can't tell a person not to you just gotta feel what they're feeling yeah and um fortunately i i just fell to my knees and i just screamed to the heavens stop the world i gotta get off yeah and find a way where people love each other. And I heard a voice that came through me, and it said, you can't take your life because you're going to sing, dance, write, yeah. and make a difference in the world. Yeah. What did that voice sound like, though? I'm, I'm just you know, I, I never had such a thing happen to me. I wasn't spiritual. I wasn't, you know, I was a bit, oh, mom, I work in, a, work in real estate every day. It yeah. sounded like... My best friend, it was like me talking to me, yeah. it was sweet, it was quiet, it was, yeah. it was like, you know, we can say today maybe my higher self or God or whatever, but in that moment, it just sat me straight up and I said, I'm going to sing and dance and write? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I sat up like, popped up like toast and I went, really? The making a yeah. difference part came later, but um, it suddenly gave me, I saw the marriage I was in, and and I saw I I couldn't be there anymore, and I walked yeah. out of our million dollar house with a potted plant and some clothes, and I just walked out. Yeah, wow, you know, and and uh, back then there really weren't really any resources again for you know we we've got we we now have places for. Uh, abused and battered women to go to. I mean, then there was no place to go. There was nobody to really support anyone that was experiencing abuse in a marriage. I mean, there really wasn't anything. So you really did just walk out and just kind of, I'd call it your higher self. Your higher self said, get out of here. We we can do better than this. Yeah. Much better. It was, it was the, it was the, the singing and dancing and writing. I got so excited about that. I just went, wow, I'm going to sing and dance. And right, so, uh, and here's two things that happened because I did do a, produce a musical on Broadway downtown San Diego, um, yeah. and I wrote music that was on ABC's 2020. But at that moment, I never wrote a note or sang a song, or did a dance or a jig or anything. Yeah. I went, and I think most of, and this is, this is a really key to the work I started. I I was so excited, I ran to my next door neighbor Margie, and I said, Margie, I'm gonna put my my business on the back burner and I am going to sing and dance and write. Yeah. And she looked at me and said, what are you out of your mind? <laughs> she said, my husband owns a publishing company. The chances of you being a published author, you might as well forget it. Yeah. Besides, she said, you're too short, you're too old and you can't carry a tune. 
And I said, well, yeah, but can I get a coach? <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. I went and called one of my clients who was on Broadway in New York, and I said, you know, I need to know what to do. And she said, go downtown to Stage 7 in San Diego and audition. Uh-huh. And I went down there, auditioned with 17 to 23-year-olds. I didn't know that they were professionals from Las Vegas and Broadway. Uh-huh. I just signed my name up, and um, and they all sang phenomenally. I got up in front of everybody with these four lines I had to sing, uh-huh. and I and I sang, starting here, starting now. I was so <laughs> off-key. Everybody else got big applause, and they just went quiet. They just <laughs> stared at me. They just couldn't figure out what, how I got there. And then I was just so happy. I was standing up proud like a Cheshire cat, you know, just buttons popping off of my blouse. Yeah. And I looked, I looked at everybody and I said, well, so how was I? <laughs> and they just started to laugh. And then they started to applaud. And I landed the role because it was a musical comedy. And they thought I was a comedian. Oh, my gosh. You know, not too, not too many people are going to do that. I mean, first of all, is it, that that was Sparky. That was Sparky yes. coming out. <laughs> Sparky exactly. Said, I said, oh, what the heck? You know, I guess at that point in life, when you get to that point, it's kind of like I got nothing to lose. I have I've blocked, I've walked away from everything. I've got nothing to lose. So okay, so you became a comedian on stage. Then what? Happened? Yeah, yeah. And I'll say something else. Um, I'll tell you something that, you know, I was in the flow. It was like I had three years of of no thought, no premeditative thought. It was like I was on a carpet ride. And, I I, yeah, so I did this musical. It was one night. It was was for um, we were working with the top director in the United States for Summerstock, and I didn't know that. But I, so I did my thing, but when I finished, I I walked, that's when I walked out of my house. I'd hang out with these young people. And, of course, I was older and a mom, so they needed me, and I needed to be needed. Yeah. And I felt loved. And when I walked out, I actually went homeless. Well, that is to say I went to my friends' houses and slept in the garages of their homes and stuff. But what happened to me after is the making a difference part. And all of a sudden I had this wake-up call that I needed to make a difference, and I wound up... Uh, at a uh, organization called the Hunger Project in San Diego, and I heard them talking about 21 kids were starving every minute in the world for lack of uh, food, and I I thought, well, I've been a millionaire. Why can't I jump on board and do this? Uh I became a co-chair of the San Diego Hunger Project and spoke to 50,000 people in 1980 about doing something to end world hunger, and here is where the blue ribbon and everything else happened. And when I finished talking, people came up to me and said, you know, my, my dad uh, 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 just lost his job, and I think we're going to lose our home. And, and somebody else would say, my mother's got cancer. And yeah. another person would say, my brother just got locked in jail for yeah. drugs. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm going through a divorce. What in yeah. the world can I do? And I realized that people were starving for love like me. Yeah. And that's when I created the Blue Ribbon that says who I am makes a difference, and I just began to honor my kids' teachers and my neighbors. And it caught on. 35,000 people were honored in the first three months. Wow. Well, I was honored when I met you to, to go yeah. through this, this wonderful ceremony. And, mm-hmm. and it, it's a beautiful ceremony. And, again, right. just to, to be honored 
and to be recognized is so important for all of us. So, you know, Sparky, for me, I can see right now in my life the people who have helped me, the people who supported me, the people that were on my team, my cheerleaders, my coaches, my, my mentors, whatever you want to call them, but I see their faces. And those are the faces that helped me to go through the toughest times of my life. And, and again, you showed up for all these people and, and these stories mm-hmm. that are in the book, just recognizing a person and, and giving them dignity and self-worth and some self-esteem is, is worth a million dollars, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think what you're saying, and I didn't understand this, I, and it's the truth, like what you're saying, is, you know, we just do what we do and want to make a better mother or a better wife or a better whatever. And But what we're really struggling with every day is uh, the fact that we just need to be having somebody that gives us a hug and looks, looks in our eyes and says, I see you, I hear you, I yeah. understand you, I yeah. recognize you. Um, and that energetic field, which is what I call love, our organization, Blue Ribbons Worldwide, is, its purpose is to unite humanity through the power of love and the love is that glue that's missing. Um, when I went out, by the way, the, the Blue Ribbon is a seven-step ceremony that took 35,000 times with a bunch of, uh, of kids and adults hanging out with me. And I said, yeah. go out and honor people. And we saw that the, the way the ceremony was that when I looked at you like I'm doing right now, uh-huh. Nancy, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and I'm looking in your eyes. Yeah. And uh, by the way, what color is your eyes again? They're your color, hazel. That's right. I remember now. And you're taller little, than me, huh? I'm a little taller, but our, our coloring is similar. And, yes, I'm, I'm seeing you right now also. So I'm going to honor you over the phone because as many times as, as I get honored, I just stay there. And receiving acknowledgement is not so easy for most people Yeah. because we have this conversation, yeah, but if you only knew, you know, <laughs> this disaster I'm in right now, maybe – you wouldn't say that, but really, I want to honor you right now. I'm looking in your eyes, and I say, I have a blue ribbon for you, Nancy, and it says who I am makes a difference, and I want to honor you for, for your horseback riding and your, the, the flavor that you're going to leave for Paris tomorrow and, and, and that you take the time when you are with me or anybody else. It's like you're, you're like a polishing a diamond. You're, the only, you're right there. In that moment, just seeing the exquisiteness of me, and I see it in you, and I just, would you accept this blue ribbon gift from me? Absolutely. I'm looking at one right now, and uh, I'm going to put it on. All right. No, I, I don't get to put it on yet, do I? Right. Yeah, it's very okay. nice. That's yes, good. I would, I, would, I, I would love to be, thank you for the honor. I, I would love to be honored. Thank you. And, and the next question in that ceremony, and by the way, this is important because most people don't want to be touched without permission. And I would say, well, may I have permission to place the ribbon on you? Absolutely. And now I'm going to take the little sticky off the back of the, of the ribbon, and I'm going to place the ribbon above your heart. I'm actually touching your heart now and okay. placing it. So it's like goes up toward your best dreams coming true and it is the tradition for me to take the spark from my heart. I'm putting my hand on my heart right now. Okay. And placing my index finger on your ribbon, it's the sound that makes dreams come true. And the sound is bing. 
B-I-N-G. And then I give you two extra ribbons so you could pay it forward. And in that generosity for me to you over the years, what I've found is that kids, that people that wanted to commit suicide, teens, stopped it because their father honored them. Yeah, yeah. Which is one of the stories in Chicken Soup. Um, people have come together in ways that have been so transformed in less than a minute. Um, and that, is, I think, for all of us, if you've got children or parents or, or whoever, your neighbors or your employees or employers, just, you know, stop it and honor them. And I, yeah. you know. tell, tell, tell the story that you told me about the, the homeless person that was sitting on the bench and, and you honored oh, the person. Oh, but that's, I, that, was, that was such a beautiful story. Tell that story because I, I was totally touched by that beautiful story. Yeah, I was watching. Are you you're talking about the old lady? Uh-huh. Okay, yes. I was sitting at a, a bench looking out at the Pacific Ocean, uh, and there was an old old woman bent, bent over, shoulders, you know, hunched over. She's kind of staring out in the ocean. She just looks so lonely, miserable. And uh, yeah. and I, I just was drawn to her, and I sat at the other end of the bench, and I, uh, we were just staring at, out quietly and not speaking. And I finally said, if, if you really wanted me to know about who you really are, um, I'm listening. Yeah. And she said, nobody's ever asked me. Uh, nobody's ever cared. And I said, I care. Yeah. And she said, well, I've always wanted to be a ballerina dancer, but my parents told me I was clumsy. Yeah. And I said, dance for me. Her name was Isabel. I said, dance for me, Isabel. And she stood up and turned around and faced me and uh-huh. threw her shoulders back and her head up. And her eyes got like, like beautiful, like a, a swan. And she did a small little dance where she put her hand and her foot out and curtsied. And wow. she was about, she was at that time, I guess, and I'm 75, so she was, you know, probably like my age or later, but, but used up. Yeah. And then we sat on the bench, and she started telling me all about her life as a librarian. And she had so much knowledge, but she woke up, and she discovered herself and she got to do her dance. Wow. That's so very, very important, you know, because, you know, the first thing I, I ask people when, when I have these con- kinds of conversations, right. tell me your story. Tell me your story. Tell me right. about you. How did you become who you are? And mm. I think that is our connector. I think that's what brings us all together is that our stories, because we have similarities. We all are connected by our stories. Every story I've ever heard from another human being, I, I always find something that, I, that relates to something in my own life. And I think that's the power. That's part of the power of the story is that we all are going down the same path. We just don't recognize it. We don't recognize that we are all. We came from the same place. <laughs> we're connected. And you know what? Right. We're going, and we're going back the same place too. So, I mean, we, we, we've got a, this opportunity in our lifetime to truly touch as many people as possible to, to make this world a better place. And, and Sparky, that's what you've been doing. And I know that we, we talked about this, but I think these are important numbers because 
again, you've been doing this since the 80s, but you have touched over 40 million lives. Right. And, and who knows? I mean, some of the stories are here in the book, but who knows how you have changed people's lives in such a way that the world is brighter, the world is better, and there are people that are passing along that torch of goodness. And, and, and you know, I think that's what it's all about, too, is that any good deed that we do or something that we do to honor someone else, such as the Blue Ribbons, they will, in turn, pass it on to someone else. It, they always do. They always do. It never, it never will. It, that woman that did the, the dance for you, the ballerina, right. she... Yeah. she well, one day, and who knows who it was, but she probably turned around and did the same thing for someone else, maybe that week, maybe the next day, but we don't know those things. But I, I really believe that when we touch someone's heart that anything is possible. I think it's very, very possible to change the world for good for, for so many, in so many ways. So I know you're at $40 million. But tell yep. everybody what your your actual goal is, because I just love this part. Okay, the goal is to reach a billion, one out of every seven people on the planet, a tipping point for positive social change. Uh, people are, are starting to really have that personal connection and to be loved and, and not have to be in a doing world, but a being world where we can see each other's hearts, see the beauty in people, and... Um, uh, so, and, and the true story behind that is five years ago I was at 40, billion, 40 million and I brought a bunch of women together to my home and I said, I'm really stuck. I said, I'm at 40 million and I don't know what to do. And uh, after a few meetings, they looked at me and Marlene Clover, who has Parenting 2.0, she says, you know, Sparky, didn't you want 300 million people honored by 2020 in the United yeah. States? And I said, yes. And she said, too small. She said, it has to be a billion, one out yeah. of every seven. Yeah. And I went, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, I don't know, nothing from technology or how to do this. But you're right about dropping a pebble in the pond. When you start something, it becomes contagious. And that's what we're really up to right now is, um, is a model for a Blue Ribbon Challenge around the globe. I just got off of a colleague on the phone, and I said, how do we do this, like like the ice bucket challenge? Yeah. You know, how how yeah. do we make this happen? And he said, oh, I've got people that will jump on board for you, and we can get it get it going. And you have, and so we hashtag blue ribbon challenge, and um, and bring the Bing. By the way, the Bing is the sound of making dreams come true. So we want a billion people honored and a billion stories of dreams coming true, and we yeah. can track it and say it all over the world. So that's the goal. Yeah. Um, well, well to, I, know, I know you yeah. and I are sisters because we talked about, we talk, mm-hmm. we talk the same language. You know, my, my goal has always been connecting people right. and helping, and, and especially helping women to, to have their dreams come true, to their passion, their purpose for that to happen for them. And, and, you know, I just came back from New York uh, actually uh, yes, yesterday, yeah, and yep. uh, the, it was an amazing event. It was called Take the Lead Day, and we had over 20 events going on all, all over the country in different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. But the most important thing that happened was that women coming together felt this, this amazing sisterhood and this, 
you know, when we connect at that level, when people truly feel they're, they're with like-minded or people that actually care right, and want right. to hear, hear from them, something amazing happens. And, I mean, it was a powerful experience. And, and you know, what? At the, at the end of the evening when, when the last program was over and the last people were cheering and they were, but what, what they wanted was more. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't want it to end. They wanted more. And, and I found that with focus groups. I found that with groups that I've talked to or women that I talk with is that where do we get more? You know, where do we get more of this stuff? And, you know, the Blue Ribbon, of course, partnering with the Responsibility Foundation is very exciting. And we could talk about that for a long time. But uh, the book, Who I Am Makes a Difference, is a wonderful book. It's inspiring, and it's stories of people that you, you have touched and the many, many people that you soon will touch. And so... Women Connect for Good and what we're doing and what the Responsibility, is, or Responsibility Foundation is doing is to help you and help, because when, you help, when we help you, we help ourselves. We help all right. of us to bring right. more light into the world. You know, the Dalai Lama says we all need to wake up, and, and I think that's more, and more, more important than anything. I know you've been on the stage with the Dalai Lama, but he talks about waking up. And, and we need to wake up and we need to remember that we are here for one another. We are here for one another. We are not here to be isolated and to defend for ourselves. We're here to connect with one another. I'm going to uh, piggyback on that and just say a couple of things. One is I want you to imagine with me that right very soon, uh, and I'm going to invite everybody who wants to be a part of this, um, we're going to be training uh, 40 a thousand middle and high school students to discover who they are, why they were born, the difference they make, honoring each other, honoring their parents, writing stories about how it made a difference, and bringing the whole community together so that everybody is working toward supporting each other's dreams. We're going to get up. I'm going to be on a call with in another half an hour on that. And so I want you to imagine that like we're helping women. I'm going to show you how we can help even, even more women by another conversation I just got off. But I'm, I'm looking right now for people that want to be a part of uh, sponsoring kids in the schools and the programs that we're doing and, um, and really elevating education in America so that there's social and emotional literacy so we, can, we don't have to worry about conflict resolution so much as how we're taking ourselves to this higher bonding that yeah. the women, a lot of the women are creating, and I don't know if you know about 50-50 Day. Oh, yep. Um, yep. You are familiar mm-hmm. with that. I don't know if you've talked about that, but I just got off the line with um, the chair, Julie, chair of 50-50 Day, and so I just wanted to support how women are coming. They're in 114 countries right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next one will be, I believe, in April, where it's bringing people, women together for gender equality all over the world on video, and it's it's a big deal. Yeah. Um, so, so you know, here we are. I was just saying, wow, like to bring everybody together and glue them together and make it fun, make it outrageous, and 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 make it visible. In a minute or less, I invite everybody, oh, please, to you know, go to our website, to blueribbons.org, and, and order ribbons, and just honor, just be there honoring people. And then um, we've got our training programs coming up 
our leadership training programs, so we can certify leaders for kids nine years old to people up to 90 that, you know, I'll be doing in February this year in San Diego. Uh, I'll be training people to uh, duplicate our work all over the world. Mm -hmm. And I'd love anybody that's interested in that to join us for sure. And, and who wouldn't be? And who wouldn't be? Well, you know that we will we will do what we can on the website and help you any way we can. But the most okay. important thing, remember, is each person, each one of us has to has to remember who I am makes a difference. Who I am, and I think that's once it starts with us, then then we pass that along. But uh, so uh, yes, tell, tell us again about the website, where they can find the book, and more about you. Okay, so go to blueribbons.org, B-L-U-E-R-I-B-B-O-N-S.org, and uh, go and order ribbons. Now, you're going to get in touch with me straight on, and it's sparky, S-P-A-R-K-Y, at blueribbons.com. No, dot .org. I just, li- I just lied. Blue- <laughs> sparky Don't at lie. blueribbons.org. Yeah, that's right. I just cheated myself. But, and, and inside of that, just email me and say, I'm interested. Tell me more. I'm going to talk to you personally, especially everybody that's on this phone, and uh, and then we can we can have some fun making a big difference together. I'm looking forward to that. Let me give me a chance to honor you. And you're right to look in our mirror every day. By the way, when I'm driving and I get a red light, I put my rearview mirror down. I look myself in the eyes and I go, Sparky, you're a hot chick. <laughs> Yes, you did that to me in the bathroom. I was like, okay. That's right. That's exactly okay. right. Bing, bing, you know, that bing. Just all starts, it all starts with us, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It does. And a good smile. Well, Sparky, we're going to put uh, we're going to put the book up on the website, and we're going to put the information about the blue ribbon world, blue ribbons worldwide on the website. But uh, I know we're going to be doing other things together with the Responsibility Foundation and yes. building the Statue of Responsibility, which we hope to have the first one in San Diego, which would be just absolutely delightful. After I met with you, we had a great meeting, and so we're we're excited. But uh, again, it's going to take all of us. We're all connected, and we need everyone to come together and understand that together we, uh, you know, together we can do anything. Together we can do anything. And it is about love. It is about connection. But uh, I just enjoy the heck every time I talk with you, girl. I'm going to end this conversation by just saying that my name was changed to Halise Bridges, and it was Hell on Ice. And bridge is like a bridge builder, but I nicknamed myself Sparky so I'd lighten up. Well, Sparky, Sparky is the best name for you, and so I'm going to, I'm going to always call you Sparky. I, I couldn't even try to use those other names, but uh, uh, all right, I love you, I love you, girl. Okay, you gotta, God bless. Have run. a brilliant time, and thanks to everybody that's listening. All right, you <laughs> have a great day, and we'll be in yeah. touch. Okay. Okay, hon. Bye bye.